Welcome to the MMA Roadshow, episode number 348. My name is John Morgan, and Cold Coffee is with me in a very special location, Cold Coffee. I don't know, in the 348 episodes of this uh, podcast, not counting the and a half episodes, of course, just the 348 episodes proper, I bet we could count on one hand the number of episodes that have been recorded here at the Morgan household. But you, now a resident of, of southwestern Las Vegas... Southern Las Vegas, (laughs) somewhere. You made the trip over here for the special Thanksgiving Day edition. It's that's right. Give thanks, John. Give thanks to this. (laughs) You know, it's funny because I was even thinking about that. I was like, man, I'm almost like as south of him. Then the other part of me was like, no, you're not. You're not on the other side of the blue diamond or whatever. (laughs) I was like, you're not down there. You're still central-ish. Um, but yeah, so we were just over by like the apex. So the apex here didn't take too long to get over here. Right. But even from the new place to here, I think is roughly 10, 15 Yeah, about 10, 15 minutes. It's but still, you don't have to jump nice. on a highway. But you don't have to jump There's on a highway. No we can literally take like side streets or whatever. Um, but it's good, man. But let me tell you, I am, am sore as all. Okay. Well, that's where out. I was going to go. I was going <laughs> to, you were talking about things that we're thankful for. I am thankful that you actually drove to my house. So that's what I'm thankful for on Thanksgiving. I came because your mom's here. Let's well, just, that's true. Just, you, that know. is it. You just came to say hello to my I mom. Came to say hi to I don't want to hear any jokes about that. They were just actually saying no, that to my mom. I love your mom. Your mom's very sweet. She is sweet. All right. But, uh, so. I was going to ask, are you yet to the point where you can give thanks for the new house, or are you at the point where you're like, I hate moving (laughs) so bad? (laughs) I think once I finally get everything over, last night, well, one yesterday was the big move. Uh, Thankfully, I broke down. uh, Wiser heads convinced me that, hey, maybe maybe the idea of hiring people to help would be a a help. I kept telling you, you were like, no, no, we can just a lot of money. It's just money, money, money. But ultimately, when it comes down to what the money has been for, like I could spend money at a bar. I could spend money throwing money in a machine to gamble. I spent money to to bring movers, and I still feel like I moved every bit. <laughs> and, and it just makes me think, how bad would I feel if I actually did the oh, move? Oh, you'd be hurt. These guys were so efficient. They were so good. One, the guy got there early, and he was like uh, – he was waiting there for his buddy to get there. And he was just like – he's like, I'm kind of here. You know, can I just kind of get started? I'm not going to put this against your hours. So he started like 30 minutes early, sort of like what? getting the lay of the group. The the, the the uh the of the house and I had the truck I brought the truck yeah yeah and he started and I was just like I already like this guy and then when That's his like buddy showed up, up normally it's right? like, oh, sorry man we're not on the no, clock to this time I'll, 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 don't talk to me for thirty minutes yeah. sir, even though I'm sitting here in your living room I can don't talk that. to me for thirty minutes uh so the way the efficiency that they packed shit it was just so fantastic that halfway through it uh. Hot T volunteered to help me out, and then I had Agent H's brother helping as well. So I was like, okay, I got a little bit of crew. I had another friend that was visiting from Canada. She saw that this was not fun for your first time in Vegas, so she dipped the fuck out. And I told her, I was like, I totally understand. She's like, she's like, I'm looking at the stratosphere. The stratosphere looks fun and the rides. And she's like, um, I found a deal at the stratosphere. <laughs> <laughs> that was just her very subtle way of saying, like, I'm and, and, not coming over to and, help you out. You know, and I was like, dude, I get it. You know, it was just bad timing. Her trip, because it's her birthday this weekend, and, and then it was just bad timing that was like, hey, yeah, of course you can come to Vegas, but it's right. so Oh, hey, by the way, I'm moving at the same time. Oh, well, I'll help. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't last long. That's funny. You know, so, but even with that, you know, there was a point where at one point, me and Oscar, we just set off the side, and he was like, 
dude, we would have been halfway still packing the truck improperly to where these guys had it to where we were pretty much fully loaded, ready to go over it. It was so good. And I was like, who cares about money at that point? Oh, I could have blown the best it. Mo- it's the best I could have blown it. The That's best it. money you That's can it. But, yeah, man, I, it, it was hurting. But the weirdest thing about yesterday, getting it in the house – um, was bringing the animals over, and it was the animals' reactions. One was getting them to get into these little carriers to go over. I had to take one at a time. Right. Um, the cat freaked the fuck out, you know, like to the point of where he was whining and like like his death moan like was like, what is this strange place? Whoa. Where did you take me? Are you leaving me? Even though the couches and stuff were sort of there in disarray, like there was a couch where we just dumped it, and we dumped it in the floor. I was like, just put it in the floor, guys. I'll get to it later. Um, throw the cushions on top because one, you're just trying to get to the time. Yeah. I'm like, I got you for a certain amount of hours. I was like, I don't need you to decorate the place. Just move it in yeah, there. Yeah, I'll shift everything around. So since there are these pockets of like just disarray of, of like couches and shit, the cat who was so freaked out like found the little place and burrowed and was just whining bloody murder. And I'm trying to be like, no, this is our new home. And he's like, Wah! and I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is not gonna go well. And then uh, it finally, that was like him the whole night. I kept waking up because he was whining or I'd hear a noise. And I'm like, is this just me here in the house or is it hearing the cat freaking out somewhere? Right. And it was a little bit of both. There's definitely creaks and noises from when the heater comes out. I think I heard gunshots last night. What? I think, I swear to God. I was like, well, I didn't even hear that back at the old place, you know. So, but whatever. I, it wasn't like yeah, I was scared. Whatever, just some I was like, I was like, yeah, I still got my 45 right next to me. I'm fine. <laughs> Uh, You're like, come with it, cocking the gun. <laughs> like, back, like, come in the house because you got to come upstairs, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, but I woke up this morning and I'm like, I'm this. Like, I woke up this morning and the cat was sleeping on the bed. The cat hasn't slept on my bed since it was like a kitten. Right. I think that's how freaked out freaked it was out, that it was just like, let me just be on this bed. I know this bed. Um, but then today it was walking around the house. Everything seems good. I think they just needed their 24 hours to to be in the place, but it's starting to feel better. Like last night, I, I got the room sort of set up. I haven't done the, the, the guest bed, but as for like the, the main room, and I set up a little office in, yep. the, in the front little area. Uh, so it's coming together, and I, I do like the layout. I do like it. Uh, I just I just wish I wasn't so fucking sore so I could enjoy it. <laughs> I'm literally walking around, and I feel like a 100-year-old man walking uh, through the well, house. Well, first so of all, I'll just say I'm, I'm also thankful that you didn't hit me up to help you out. You know, I, do have <laughs> I my thought fa- about it. I do have my family in town. My mom is here, so I appreciate you allowing me. And let's not forget the last time I well, helped you. I jacked up my knee for like the next year. <laughs> well, I, was, I, I was like, I think I need That's what surgery. I told. Uh, Hot T was like, he's like, uh, where's Morgan? Morgan's not helping. I said, well, let me tell you a story about the last time I moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for anybody that does remember, it's been years now, but basically I was helping carry something downstairs. And, uh, had like it was a the tr- ramp. It yeah, was, and, it was, ramp and so we were truck. on the stairs. No, it was the stairs. It was, was the staircase. Stairs? Yeah, but what happened was I just I, I was I was the guy walking backwards, right? So I was walking down. And I just misjudged. I thought I was on the final step, and really there were there was still one more step to go. Yeah. So you're kind of stepping off into air, and then your your body's not planning right. And I didn't like at the time. I was just like, "Wow, oh, well, that was unfortunate." And then over the next couple yeah. of weeks, like I was like, "I can't walk on my knee." And yep. So, uh, so that's yeah. why knee locks and ankle locks and the stuff like that. Remember when everybody gets locked in that, and the guy's going for a submission, you oh, don't yeah. feel it until it's already right. Fucked. And then it's just, yeah, <laughs> then it's just done at that point. So that's good. Well, I'm, I'm excited to go. Go check out the new Costa Cold Coffee. It's, once it's you a got lot it closer, even though the other one was closer. like 
even it was like straight shots. Like mm-hmm. you could hop on the sure. – because you did the freeway. It's still pretty straight, easy, you know, shot. But this will be a lot easier. Sometimes when I left, there was like traffic. Like I'd be leaving in rush hour. Traffic that's, sucks That's over not there. gonna happen at all. Traffic so sucks over there. I'm looking forward to checking it out. I'm sure you're yeah. excited to be in. Have you have you have you gone and checked out the bar by your I house? Did. Yeah. The other day, uh, Fiasco was helping out, and we were doing some trips. And then he was like, "Oh, we could probably get one more trip." I was like, "Well, we could." Or we could go check out the bar right next door. Yeah. You know, so we walked over there. And it is, in fact, a Browns Buckeyes no bar. Way. It's not the main one. Like, the main one has, like, the official clubs. Right. But I walked in with my Buckeyes mask and a guy that was bartending. And he happened to be wearing, like, a, a Viking shirt or was it a Packers? I can't remember. I, I just remember thinking, like, Minnesota or Wisconsin. But I want to say it was Minnesota. Um, he's like, I don't know if you know. But uh, I see you wearing the Ohio State mask. He's like, you know, we're we're supporters of the Buckeyes. I, so I said, okay, so this is the same owner that's the Brown Buckeyes of the other one. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, but just the main clubs go to the other one. He's like, but for sure, you know, we people come here for it or whatever. And I was Look like, well, that. brother, I'll be rather. So over. the Ohio native is yeah. 100 feet away from an Ohio bar yeah. that has Spam Masubi on and the menu, which just I happens say to they're be good. Fa- They're good? You already had them? <laughs> I was like, that is so – I mean, like I was talking to my wife earlier today. I was explaining this process to her. I was like, it's so random that like your favorite – I don't want to say junk food, but kind of just like your favorite <laughs> little snack food, which is Spam Masubi, which is like – I mean, why would that be in a Las Vegas bar? And it's yeah. there, and it's 100 feet. And you can, and you, you walk, right? Is it like a – We con- walk It's a it. convenient walk? It's, like it's, I walk uh, – there's a, a security gate like right in front of the property. So if I walk out the gate, take a right – that that first, it's like maybe fifty feet, sixty feet, and then you take a right, and then the bar is like another thirty or forty feet. And they're open twenty four seven. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Right next to it, uh, I thought when I Google told me that it was permanently closed, but it's open. There's Tina's Filipino cuisine, so I can get me some my uh, lumpia as well. So I can. So I your can one get... quarter Filipino side is all gonna be taken care it, of. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's it. Dude, you're set up over there, dude. It's uh, it's. I was at first, I was really kind of bummed because when I looked at Jones, like Jones up going up towards like where the the apex is, there's nothing. There's yeah. like no restaurants. There's no anything right. outside of like this Tino's or like the sporting life. I mean, I'm not saying they're not nothing, but like outside of that, I was like, man, what is there? But if I go one street over Dude, to Rainbow, Rainbow has everything, everything, yeah. my, my Smith's is there and it's so much nicer than the Smith's I go to. Yep. It's so funny. There's I can a tell. butcher block over there. That's I got saw the butcher all, block. The butcher block's amazing. I saw the butcher block. Man. Now that's the main butcher block, right? Or yeah, is there yeah. another one? I think there's another one, but that one's. I mean, it's got everything. Because that's there. the one that when I when I saw that, I said, "Holy shit, that's butcher block!" I was like, I never really, I guess, paid attention really to where it was, but I didn't realize I'd be so close. I'm yeah. literally... For anybody that doesn't know, it's a great place. Like if you're looking for some like high end steaks or some custom cuts of meat that you're not going to get yeah. at your at your typical you know like grocery if you, store. If you want something better than choice, which is about what Smiths and stuff. But yeah, I, I, I want that. Prime. I mean, I'm Man, digging on some prime. choice, but you know, when you get the prime or when you get something, you know, super Special super occasions high end, or just yeah. like just like unique cuts of meat. Like if you just want to try something unique, they got stuff like that. So. Yeah, you're set up, man. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Well, I can I can hear the happiness in your voice, man. I know it what could a just be all this time. cool little memorabilia. That yeah, you room. haven't really been I in actually, the office I, since I, we I set it up. I thought about you huh? uh, because uh, I have a box, and I, w- I was going to ask you see if you want it, but I'll just do it while we're taping. Remember all the programs that they used to give us? Oh yeah, I have a fuckload of them that I have in a box, and I'm like, man, I'm just carrying this box around. I'm like, maybe Morgan wants them. I wonder if I have some that you don't have, but you've been probably at most of probably all the events that I've ever had. You know what's funny is I have a bunch too, and it's like 
I don't know that they're necessarily going to be worth anything. I know. But I'm it's like, also why like, am I carrying this but shit? You, but you know what? It's also I don't know, like a part of history of some yeah. kind. Where like you know what? But I, it's here. It's cool in your in yeah, your room because right. you got it's decked out in 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 memorabilia. Mine sits in a box that now I'm just like, okay, do I put it in the garage or do I take it back upstairs and put it in another closet? And I'm like, it's awful heavy to carry up these stairs. Like I haven't done the stairs. Cold well, yeah, coffee got- hasn't done stairs in a minute, and there are a lot of stairs. <laughs> like it feels stairs. Like I was looking at your stairs, I was like, "Damn it, my stairwell's like longer." And I'm really? Like, I'm like going upstairs. I'm like, "Fuck, this sucks. This sucks." Yeah, this all the sucks. modern houses here, man. It's everything's two story. I guess to just keep the the land yeah. minimal, you know, to keep the plot as small as possible. Well, that's because I went on plus two. The ground's too hard. Like back home, they would do basements, and you could still have like two stories. And like most people don't even yeah. consider the basement like it being a third story. But, like, you don't have – there's a lot of space that they don't use out here because of the, the land. So everything goes up. But I'm telling you, I was looking for the first uh, – for one story for a particular reason. That reason being I don't want to carry shit upstairs. I don't want to walk upstairs. <laughs> I don't do any of that. So It's less annoying than you think. I, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're like, I don't want to walk upstairs. I mean, I know that sounds incredibly first world lazy. But, I mean, <laughs> but you, you don't. You don't. Know you don't. You just, you Especially, don't. like, I'm, I'm, I'm a one-story life, man. I'm, like, I'm all about that one-story life. But it's funny when they're like uh, – should this uh, dresser, should we take this dresser and this armor up to the guest bedroom and to the other bedroom? I was like, nah, bro, because that shit's got to come back down sometime. <laughs> I was like, let's just put it in the garage. Let's just put that in the garage, and I'll just stack stuff in it. Oh, you know? man, that's funny. So, well, dude, I'm happy because I, I know how much stress you've been under the last oh, couple of months dude. to figure this all out. So it sounds like you got a little bit of work left to do, but all the hard left. stuff's done. A little bit left, but it's, it's – it's, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good to be in the new place. It's good to, to – you know, it's a new chapter. You know, it, it was it's like anything. It was it was sentimental for different reasons. You sure. know, lo- there's a lot of history, a lot of love in that house. But, then, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, time for a fresh start. There's yeah, yeah. it's probably easy to help, like, just start new. Not that starting new, but, you know, what I'm just saying Break to, some to habits, get a, to, yeah, set some new routines for sure. For sure. That's so, awesome, man. That's yeah. Awesome. I, I just hope that the, I don't start a musubi habit like every day <laughs> trying to lose weight like, not going like you just spare. walk in and they're they like bring the musubi out the for the doctor you. the doctor's like your cholesterol for some reason has really spiked have you done something different uh i eat a can of spam a day i uh, <laughs> i got a so i, I had a, a new primary care physician because my old doctor sold his practice and oh so wow I, and so i had to set up i, I was getting a uh a prescription refilled. I went to, when I went to call him to get a refill, they're like, yeah, he doesn't work here anymore. So anyway, I went to another doctor, a new doctor at the same place. Uh, no, a different place. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to find some place different anyway. So, uh, so I, I set up I, and I did my first initial visit and he's like, all right, you know, we'll do your blood work or do all the initial stuff, you know? And, uh, we had to go through the very uncomfortable discussion of, so how many uh, alcoholic beverages would you say you drink uh, a week? And I'm like, a week? <laughs> don't make me count that. How about if I tell you a day and, and you, you just multiply it by seven because I don't want to write this number down. Uh, so, yeah, so we had that discussion. So he, we went and did my blood work. Uh, he got the blood work back actually earlier this week, and he was like, um, just to let you know, he's like, your your liver numbers are a little bit high. He's like, but you know – you it did, could be a spike. He was like, you did have COVID like two months ago. He was like, so maybe it's related. He's like, so it'll probably settle back down. We'll check it again in about six to eight weeks and see where we stand. And I was just like, 
I mean, we could it just, we could just get going it now. If you want. <laughs> whatever, whatever you were going to recommend six to eight weeks from now, we could oh, probably just go on ahead and get started on that. So, that's hilarious. So I'm of, uh, as you, I, I probably need to start uh, making better life decisions as well. I, I uh, you know, I want to see my kid get old and. You know, eventually those slight elevated numbers will become severely elevated, yeah. and uh, we don't. Well, want I've been to going that. to a new. I mean, a new care physician is always one of those weird things because you know the whole reason of having a primary care physician is like they're supposed to. They become your friend. They understand right. you. Then they help guide you along this whole journey. Yeah. So when you have to start that whole process over, you're just like, what the f? It well, really sucks. And you gotta have guy, a new guy yeah, check your balls, uh, uh, and, you know, and <laughs> well, a new person. That's a positive. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Doc, I know I just met you. Can we do some physicals? Can we, can we just can we just skip the shit? He's like, sir, can you pull your pants up? We're not doing that today. I'm like, ah, dang, that's why I'm here. I just want. Oh man, no, it's uh, yeah. It's, so by, by the way, I, I, if anybody knows anything about this, I'm trying to figure out if I got hustled or not, right? So I was looking for a doctor that was close to me that was in our network with our Gannett uh, health insurance. I found one, not too far, two fifteen Sunset. There's a whole like medical plaza over there. It's actually where I went. Uh, uh, the ear note throat doctor that I went to to check out my tinnitus and all that stuff was right in that same area. So I was like, you know what? Right in the same area. Let's go do that. Anyway, I, I called the office and they said, well, he does a, what do they call it? I can't even know. I can't even remember the name of it. Base, oh, concierge service. We do concierge service. He's like, so you have to pay $100 up front as like a membership, basically. He's like, but then you have direct access to the doctor like 24-7 at all times. And I was like, Via web shit? I don't know. Like it's just a like phone number. and I mean, in, in fairness, I will say this. When it came to my test results, he called me directly. Like, yeah. it wasn't some assistant or anybody working for him. So, I don't know. Like, and I'm not somebody that goes to the doctor a lot. And it was only 100 bucks, so it's not a lot. I was like, well, let me see what this is about. But I, I, I was like, what is this? It feels like a little shady to me or whatever. Yeah. Like, isn't the doctor just supposed to be? I, I don't know. So, I don't know if anybody knows anything about this or not. I, mean, I don't know if it's a good deal. Supposedly, I have access to this guy 24-7, but... A lot of that's, the, I think, the whole the whole telehealth thing, the whole whatever, you know, where they can get to you anytime, where they can get you on a computer, they can look at you or whatever, instead of doing uh, having to schedule a visit in advance. So if that gives them the means to uh, get on the phone or yep. to whatever. So I guess in that sense, I guess that's worth it. You know, but honestly, I mean, as for him giving the results, I mean, that's usually how it is. Whoever orders it usually gives you the results. Right. But the fact that if he got back to you quickly via whatever means, I guess that's kind of good. Um, you know, it's it's a little more snappy. I mean, but I guess if you had a relationship with, say, if you were buddies with a doctor, like I know my, my uh, buddy, Dr. Petrick, if I called him up right now, like if I had something that was a chiropractic need right. or whatever, him being my buddy would do me the same deal, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. He's just giving you like the buddy treatment That's for a payment like, or whatever. Yeah, you're buying you into the club or have, whatever. Yeah, I mean, which how much? And I think a lot of people are doing hundred bucks. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it's just like yeah, the, just to sign. I, I, I mean, because the system's already built. They they already have the mechanism to get in touch with you. It's right. just a matter of just yeah, enrolling you into it. Yeah, <laughs> but a lot of it they no, probably can have it to where they'll send you like a Zoom, or you can actually do a face to face. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You will like a consultation, like a consultation where they can actually look at you and actually so you see your doctor. Because um, I know, I reach, talking about my brother, Dr. Petrick, that's what they were doing as well. Everybody seems to be doing the whole telehealth mm -hmm. thing because it makes Part it easy to see people from 
everywhere. Yeah. You don't have to be in this area to see me, you know, but we can actually talk. I can listen to you. I can look at you. Right. Find your symptoms, blah, 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 blah. Because you're not going to do the blood work anyway. I can go have you do it over here or do right. it over there or whatever. So I just need the numbers to. And that's a big difference thing right there. It's like, I feel like when we were younger, we went to a place and you did everything. Yeah, there. I felt like you now, got it all done. Now you get sent everywhere. And that's how it's been. And I, so I guess you're right. What You don't really need to have a doctor that has, for the most part, unless you want to, like, have that face-to-face interaction yeah. where you want to be in the room because you're like, what am I paying for? Yeah. What are the credentials? You know, what are the whatever? Um, you kind of want to see that. But I guess now nowadays everybody seems to be doing that route. Well, we'll see what it's like when I go back in, in uh, five to six weeks and we see if this random see if spike, the spike in the is random <laughs> spike in my number has dropped a little bit. Hey, you know what? You know, it just made me think talking about the blood work. I did. Uh, I, I didn't catch the guy's name because it just caught me kind of off guard because uh, I was in there to get my blood. And a guy was like, hey, you're that reporter, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he's like, what was your name again? And I was like, John. He's like, yeah, John, that's right. He's, he's like, you and uh, that guy from the Mac Life. He's like, I love your guys' questions and stuff. I was like, damn, that's hardcore, bro. Like, yeah. you're checking out the press conferences and all that stuff. So that was kind of cool. I will so give I'm, you a sneak peek of that. Speaking of that before, I don't know if you ever watched Oscar's little pub talk that he does with right. Dan Hooker. Right. At the very end of it, they do a question, a fan question sequence or right. whatever. But one of the fan questions to Dan, I think, but it was like, why the heck does John Morgan always get the first question? <laughs> Dan's like, I don't know. <laughs> but no, he actually, uh, I won't, I, I, you have to go and watch it. But okay. both of them were just like, oh, man, he's the dude, blah, 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 uh, blah. That's cool. But that's it was awesome. kind of funny that. That's cool. In their segment. So that, that carries that, that over to him over as there. well, you know. So that's hilarious. Well, just he, like as much as our people talk about hot tea, hot People to Hot Tea segments talk about. That's Leo, awesome, so. man. I meant to tell Hot Tea that I met a fan of his, and I, <laughs> I needed to tell him that. So, hey, listen, I haven't seen you since uh, my VIP day at the Apex, right? I was wondering. I was like, is, is Drunk Morgan to come back into the room afterwards? No. I, I, I consciously made a decision not to do that because Drunk Morgan was definitely uh, – Drunk Morgan? Bro, it is a – I'm not. I don't know if I can go back anymore, okay? So, listen, so here's the thing is – and I talked about this on the and a half episode, so all of our listeners and supporters of our Patreon.com slash MMA Roadshow have already heard a little bit about this. But, you know, when we go in there, we see that little VIP area yeah. that's like where the weigh-ins are, right? Yeah. We see it over there. There's, you know, it's always pretty, uh, you know, pretty laid back there. Everybody's yeah. pretty polite, all that, okay? Now we see the, the suite that's up there, okay? We see that. There's another room. There's another room. It, back behind, basically like behind Dana's section, there's uh you go behind some curtains and then there's a, a door the that goes floor. in on the ground floor yeah and it's the Howlerhead VIP lounge oh. and things were a little different in the Howlerhead VIP lounge I, I don't know the vibes just a little different over there the, the drinks they're flowing bro <laughs> they're flowing and uh it was funny because like that's because Dana ain't paying for that exactly <laughs> they're, they're, it's all free it's all free and it's just right there and the, and everybody's kind of partying a little bit now I see why that section over there isn't always full because people are walking back the to the Howlerhead VIP lounge but it was funny because the, the security that Is was that working open to everybody? that side of I don't know how you have tickets. We just had wristbands because Rob Haydack, the president of CFFC, he's the one that set everything up. And we got in, and they gave us wristbands, and it had a Howlerhead wristband. I I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't even know. I was like, oh, what's this for? And then they're like, oh, well, we'll show you. We walked back there, and they're just like – Handing out individual bottles of Hallerhead, pouring. I was having. They were like, uh, "Have you have a, have you ever had a uh, a Hallerhead and screwball and diet or whatever?" I was like, "No, I have not." So, like, well, <laughs> let me give you one. And it's like poured all the way. I mean, after one drink, I'm already like, "Whoa!" <laughs> you should be like, "What other drinks have I not had uh, that you could tell me about?" <laughs> 
load it up, man. And it's funny because you know they did have security over there and stuff, and it's all the it's all the same guys that we see all the time. Yeah. You know, just rotating through. And I was like, I was like, can I? Can I? I'll I'll still sit over on press row, but can I still come here during the normal events? I was like, can y'all just let me into the Hallerhead VIP lounge? I was like, and then I'll take my cocktail and I'll go sit back down on press row, yeah. and I won't bother these fine people. I'll just come come to the VIP. They were like, no, no. Sir, enjoy it today. Enjoy that would it today. not be good. That would <laughs> not be today. good. So we had a good time, but no, I did I did I did have a slight uh slight buzz on yeah, as I left yeah, the USC yeah. Apex. But I decided it might be in poor taste for me to come there and, and rub it in while you guys were, like, stuck working hard and grinding away. Well, it's and funny because somebody was like, yes, somebody was like, why didn't Morgan say goodbye? I was like, probably for a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I said, I told drunk Morgan, don't show up to the presser afterwards. I know. Uh, but there was nothing afterwards in the sense of, like, there was no – we Dana knew there, there was going to be no Dana. Uh, we didn't get uh, – we didn't get Misha, and then we got, you know, Ketlin, but it was, like, really, yeah, really quickly. I knew when you weren't there, I was like, okay, it's going to be a translated thing. And I was yeah. like, so I didn't even fire up the stream. I was like, there's no fucking point for it. You know? I was, and I, I mean, I hate to say it, but that that was, it looked. It was not the best of nights. It was not the best night. And, I, and it was, it, part of me was kind of disappointed by that, and part of me was kind of cool with it, because the time that I get to go be VIP, yeah. I think it would have been fun to have, like, some just, you know, rocking fights. Um, but then you'd want to be sitting all the time, not yeah, at the bar. Exactly. <laughs> then you want to be out there. That's uh, like, oh, just I missed another boring decision. Oh well. Do they have TVs in the room? They do have TVs, so oh, you can literally just Jesus. oh, you can literally just stay right you can there, just sit there the whole time, or at the very least, like you know exactly when the fighters are walking. So you're just, yeah. and it's only like ten steps. So you're like, God, can you refill me again, please? Well, you would. I can see where like somebody else is like, oh, I don't want to miss anything. I'm gonna sit in my seat. Where you're like, I could fit two drinks in in that walkout. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of the strategy. So what was up with? D D had a good time. She enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, she came. She showed up for the main card. Did you guys we, go out afterwards? We did. We went to the we went to the after party, which was cool because Rob Haydack, uh, obviously, oh uh, that's right, he Pat Sabatini and Sean Brady, yeah. um, both fought for CFSC. Both were champions, so they had a suite at the Cosmo, and they just had like the friends and families there, oh, which is cool, cool to like talk to their parents and stuff like that, and kind of see what they go through and just hang out with those guys. And then and then uh, the wife and I went and celebrated by having a nice dinner at uh, at Blue Ribbon at the Cosmo, which man, it's not cheap, but it's very very good, man. It's a solid restaurant so it was fun she had a good time and you know same thing i was like ah, sorry you didn't have the the best fights ever but it was yeah. cool i will say though but she at least likes to fight it's funny because i think even some of the other media guys were like uh his wife's here does she like fights i was like dude she's wa been watching the fights for years yeah I was she, like, she doesn't watch she she started watching less once eli was born obviously because yeah. she's busy and stuff but yeah when we first started dating i was like Hey, you probably need to watch this. I'm like, I'm not saying you gotta love it, but if it turns out this disgusts you, I'm like, we probably need to stop this now because yeah. that's not gonna that's not gonna be a successful relationship. Uh, so she used to watch a lot more, and of course that was, you know, she's from Mexico originally. That was the time when she started watching, like Roger Huerta was making his rise oh, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. So she had somebody to kind of relate to and that sort of thing. So she had she had a good yeah. time. But I will say this, man, it's uh, it's not, it's definitely not, and it's so weird because I've been in there so many times, you know, um, working. Uh, but being in there as a fan, man, you really see the difference between like the feel of the arena, just the, oh, yeah, the yeah. lighting, the sound, everything. So all these people that are like, oh, they could just keep it at the apex forever, you know, and they save money. Like, I just don't think they can, man. Like, it, it, it definitely does save money. It's easy for everybody, but it doesn't like hook you. Like that first time you yeah. go to the and, and AL3 has got the beats pumping and the lights are this and that, and you go in, you feel the crowd. Like all of a sudden you go, like, yeah. I love this sport. But, but you think it's just like, eh. 
But even there, though, you figure for, for the kind of money those people are paying, they already got to be hooked. Yeah. So I don't true, think that I don't think they're definitely going to be trying to like woo anybody with that. Right. Even though maybe there would be something that comes into town and just no, happens they're to paying be like, like VIP um, prices. They're paying such yeah. crazy prices. Yeah. In fact, uh, uh, just earlier or the other day, I saw. Uh, Solid Gold, which is right around the corner from the Apex, which sounds like a strip joint back home. Is it not? <laughs> I know, right? There's a Solid Gold back home that's a strip joint. But this – oh, no, this is Sierra Gold. Sierra Gold. gold. Solid Gold is <laughs> a strip <laughs> joint. Uh, Sierra Gold here, which is like a PT's pub, which is right by the Apex. They have something worked out with the, the UFC. So part of the fans that get to come, like everybody gets tickets. So some of them – like so we, I met a new girl that was working there, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to the Apex on the December whatever. I was like – Whoa, I was like, you either know somebody or you're throwing down. She's like, no, 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 it's free from work. I was like, do you know how much those tickets cost? Because wow. those packages are like $2,000 yeah. or something. So, but yeah, they, so Sierra Gold, uh, a lot of their employees, so some of the, the younger people that you get to see come to those are people that are worked out, that have a work uh, yeah. with the, just you, being in I close proximity. You, I bet you that has something to do with Hallerhead, too, I bet. Could be. You know what I mean? Like some, hey, carry, carry Hallerhead and Haller, all that. We'll get or tickets. promote Hallerhead. And Which we'll makes more tickets. sense than just the UFC saying, hey, local business nearby. Yeah. Unless there's something else that they have worked out with them to let them in or something. Listen, Discount. It's just like, hey, this is the bar that's closest to the Apex. I'll give you guys tickets if you never talk about anything you hear. <laughs> Like sometimes, sometimes <laughs> athletes may come to blow off a little steam, and if you could really not talk about it yeah. at all, we'll definitely get you some that free tickets. A little hush money, little hush money over there. Uh, all right, listen, man, it's a it's a week with no UFC, no Bellator. Uh, it's a holiday. I mean, I know you're staying busy. I got family. I'm staying busy, but uh, it's kind of a weird one, right? I mean, there's no, like, I will say this: like Saturday, I'm gonna be wondering like I, it's weird like i'm happy that we don't have the routine this week but i, I do kind of feel like i i'm just floating with no purpose right now i don't mind it at all <laughs> honestly like after that crazy run of like the two uh, like the the two a weeks as i call oh, it when yeah. the the contender series i'm wearing a contender series hat Man, because contender series hat? i couldn't uh, i couldn't find my other hats because they're all in weird bags and random shit i started like <laughs> i couldn't even find pants so i'm like tearing all these plastic bags I'm trying to find clothes. My house is such a mess right now. Um, after that, I was so just at the point where I was like, I'm not – I don't allow myself to to miss or stress out. Like now it's more like embrace the break. Stop mm. worrying, thinking about like, oh, man, it feels weird, whatever, because what's weird is the point that we never get those days we off. We, we never get our weekends off like ever, and it's been like that for a solid fucking year. So now I'm just like – I now I'm just training my brain to like just shut it off and don't even don't even think about it. Just find something else to consume. The what time about what about the three week break that we're gonna have at the end of the year? Do you think that'll feel weird, like a little bit long? Because there's three weeks with no UFC. I don't know. I haven't seen the Bellator I mean, that schedule would, yet. I mean, what does get me on those is because lately we have to leave the house three three times a week, yeah. you know, to go drive somewhere. So when I don't, I I definitely feel like. It's always like I feel like I'm supposed to be somewhere. Right. And then I wake up. Yes. I'm, usually, like if I sleep longer than I normally do, I freak out because then I feel like I've overslept something. And it's yeah, like, yeah. wait, nothing's happening this week. Yeah. And then you get that whole panic attack when you're like, I know I'm supposed to be somewhere. Um, that will that one will probably feel because a little bit more. But this one with the holiday and with other stuff, I was just like, nah. I'm yeah, not, you've had so I'm much to sweating. focus your life on. Like right now, all I've thought about is like, just get this move done. Just get this move done. And I'm glad I started early with like the small trips um, because I see the light at the end of the tunnel now. So yesterday with that big boom, now it's just like a little bit. So I'm just like, I 
you know, honestly, it's been funny because, like, normally I lord over, like, our YouTube and I'm constantly looking at them, constantly doing whatever. I haven't even opened up. And it helps the fact that my internet install got screwed and it's been a, a fiasco getting, like, my internet at my new place. Oh, that's scary. So right now I'm just hotspotting. Really? I, like, I don't even have internet. There was supposed to be on the 22nd. I was there loading in. I got a text that said, oh, hey, we can't uh, we can't come. We're going to come on the 24th. No call, no nothing, just a text. And the 24th was the big day of the move. And I was like, dude, this is crazy. So when I called him after the 22nd, I said, you have to have your check. Call me an hour before so because I'm moving nonstop. Yeah. I'm at U-Haul picking up the U-Haul, and I get a text saying, tech missed you at the house, uh, can't be installed. Solid customer so service. I, yeah. So I called them, and I said, you know, what the hell is going on? This is what's supposed to happen. And they said, oh, yeah, I see it notated on your account. Sorry. I was like, well, when can you come? And they said, oh, you're not going to like this. Uh, it's not going to be until the 3rd. So uh, December 3rd, I won't have my Century link. So, so is that still the latest update? That's the latest update from them. Do they understand that like our entire life revolves around being connected to the internet? So today, I actually went to start hooking up Cox just so I could have Cox yeah, cable. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what size Cox can I fit in my I, house? I have the I have the largest have the, Cox package the, available you here the in this house. One. You yeah. giga blast that ass. <laughs> I was just gonna go that for the ultimate five hundred. Um because part of I wanted to see it. Um but because I have an my old Cox modem, you're gonna love this. This is because uh, I'm gonna call back and I guarantee that it's gonna be a different situation. I have the uh the 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 cable modem that I had when I last had Cox, I right. bought it. Yep. It was their top of the line one, twenty four yeah, yeah. by eight, Doxus three It's not the latest Doxus three point one, which only techs and geeks will understand what that is. Um, so I called them up today. I said, "Hey, I look on your website right now. I see it's good for the Ultimate five hundred. So that's what I'm getting because I already have the modem. I don't want to yep. rent your twelve dollar yeah, a month yeah, thing." Yeah. And the guy's like, "Oh, well, that modem's only good for this package or this package, but it's not the Ultimate five hundred." And I said, I'm looking at your website, and it says that it's good. Why is it not good? And he's like, oh, well, we had some things change. And <laughs> and I'm like, is this fucker trying to upsell me? Up. Is he trying to upsell me to like He's like trying to get you to good concierge service. <laughs> so, I, so at that point, I was like, well, just cancel it. And he's like, well, that would be our retention department, sir, and they're not open now. And I was just like, I want to jump through the phone oh, and kick you gosh. in the face. But I had to leave the house. So that's where I'm at right now. I couldn't even get the cocks. But what was interesting about the cocks – this is just the technology of it. So the cable lines are already in your house. So if you have the right modem and it works, you can sign up online. If you have your own modem and it's all good, and you can plug in the info, they could just flip the switch back. So you don't really thing. have you to don't have, even have, to have a there. tech come out there. Wow. So it would have worked if my I guess my modem was working or whatever. But I knew that you have to register like the the serial number, mm -hmm. the MAC address, so that their network can see it as a, a legit device, and then boom, they can send you the signal and you're good to go. It wasn't registering, so I called them to give them that info, and then the guy's trying to be like, sorry, that doesn't work. That's only good for, like, our baby packages. I was like, motherfucker, this was your best modem, like, whatever, Not three, anymore, two sir. or three years ago. But, you know, we could get you that best modem very easily. We can get you that one right? and for just $12 dude, a month. And you sound like a good guy, buddy, so I'll give you my <laughs> best deal available. I'm like, it says it on your website. I 
I'm sorry, sir. There were some changes. I was like, well, then don't you think you would change your website if that was the case? They're, they're customer service. I'm sorry if anybody works for Cox Communications. CenturyLink's even worse. Is it really? I was just saying because Cox, it seems like, is notorious for, for bad customer service. But, but That's like, why I left them in the first place. Here, I have no choice. I can't yeah. even get to Actually, I'll take that back. I can get CenturyLink here, but I want to say like it's like a maximum of like 10, 10. megs down or something. I'm like – so it's probably what like is, one like, up. What is, yeah, like, what is that for? Like, who uses that? Even at the next place, even with, if I'm – because I already had CenturyLink, so I was like, let's just keep it. Let's see how it feels, and then if you guys bring fiber, I can just easily just switch it. Um, 80 down, 10 up. Not bad. And I'm like, okay, I can make that work. But then I was like, all right, let me just look at Cox. Let me just get the thing at the same time. And I was just going to sort of feel them out. But now, now they piss me off, and I just want to be like – I'm just going to go without internet until the third. I'm hot spotting and stuff. But I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. So I'm literally going to be a little tough. I'm literally going to go back and go, but I'm gone next week. Oh, that's right. You're off. Oh God. I totally forgot about that. I'm going to go to media. I'm going to go to media. I'm glad you reminded me that because I probably would have not brought my camera. Oh, you are coming to media day? I said I do do media day. I'm just, because I was going to, I was going to skip the beginning of the week and then go to fight night. But then my aunt passed away last weekend. So I'm going to go to Wisconsin. So, so uh, I'll just do the media day. I'm leaving out on Thursday. Thursday so, so sorry to hear that, man. Totally yeah, and it, and it was like it was like one of the good ants. Like you know, like well, you know, I mean, sometimes you're like not the distant closest with like you distant. Don't really know. They're yeah. just like, yeah, that's my brother's sister or whatever. But like they were one of the real. She was one of the real good ones. So actually, it's going to be pretty decent. So I'm I'm flying into Minneapolis uh, on Thursday. I get in midday, so I'm actually running the car. I'm going to uh, Rice Lake, Wisconsin, which is where uh, my father's family was, and that's where my father's buried. So I'm going to drive up to Rice Lake, go to the cemetery, see oh, my dad, see wow. my grandparents, uh, go to the old uh, Makana Inn where we used to always eat at when we stayed at the cabins up there every summer, uh, eat dinner, stay in Rice Lake, and then I'm going to f- drive back to uh, Minneapolis, help the family on Friday, see the service on Saturday, and then back home on Sunday. Wow. And then back to work on Monday. And yeah. then that's when uh, I'll be missing. No, that was the pay-per-view week. And then, yeah, we got all kinds of stuff going on. I know. It's busy. All right, well, listen. It uh, never ends. It <laughs> never ends. And so when you say, oh, do you miss this weekend? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> and, and and luckily it worked out because with the move, I mean, like trying to like – even trying to do a fight weekend move would have been impossible. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't have been impossible, but it would have just been a real pain in the neck. It's already a pain in the neck move, and I can only imagine trying to trying to balance a fight week um, just because fight weeks never end. Just even in general, even outside of the fight week, people don't realize we always got other stuff to edit. There's always something to do. So just like when there's a fight week, it just makes the week even longer. But uh, – yeah, so I'm fully embracing the time off. <laughs> Suddenly, I have taken a different approach to this, too. I, <laughs> I am not sad at all. I'm oh, like, hey. man. Uh, all right, so let me ask you something. So we no major MMA this week, but there is triad combat. When is that tonight? Saturday night. Saturday. Saturday night. Listen, I think I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. So it's it's triad combat. It's Frank Mir. It's Mike Perry. Uh, there's a couple other names so on Perry's there as well. I knew the I I knew the Frank Mir. That's the only one I really knew about, and I was like, "Oh, that would be interesting to see." But I didn't realize Perry was on it. Yeah, exactly. So that's definitely one that, that I'm, look, I think I'm in on this thing. So uh, Matt Mitrione is on there as well. So what are the difference of the Albert rules? Albert Tumanoff is for on there. For those that don't know, yeah. So for those that don't know, um, and by the way, I just want to throw. So I, I'm gonna say it's only 19.99. So on Fight TV, it's only 19.99. So it's not nobody's asking 60 bucks. Yeah. So I, I think I'm. Like I think that's I'm a decent. That's this. a decent price point. I mean, like even if you're just like, eh, I'm not sure. For 20 bucks. 
That's like I can a, wait that's a cost bucks. of a, like a movie ticket and a drink. That's it. You know. So I'm, I think I'm in on this. But uh, so the 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 so we will have Matt Wells out there. So this is in uh, Arlington, Texas, Globe Life Field. So it's where the Texas Rangers play. Uh, okay. Matt Wells, of course, uh, lives out there in the Dallas area, so he's going to be there on Saturday night. So MMA Chunky will have coverage of this. So if you're not wanting to spend the twenty bucks, but maybe just curious about what's happening, you can go over to uh, MMA Junkie and we'll have coverage of it there. Um, but essentially, the rules, like you said, it's boxing. With clinch work. So you can dirty box as well. So it kind of blends the sports there. So there's no kicking. No knees. There's no takedowns. There's no knees. Yeah, so it's still just your hands. Um, but when you get in those clinch positions, you can still work inside. And and they don't separate you. They don't separate you. Now, I know – I don't know if the fighting surface would, I changed. I bet they separate still. At some point, if you stagnate, just I think like they in have MMA, because they even do it in MMA. I think they, they have to at some point. I know there was some argument about because I think they, they had like a triangular fighting surface as well, and there was uh, a lawsuit because if you remember, like Dada 5000 was the head of a, a boxing association that had a triangular ring, and so there was a lawsuit. I don't know if they got that worked out or not, so uh, we'll see if the fighting surface is still what huh. it was supposed to be. Um, I'll be honest. I've been a little bit unplugged this week, but and, and this yeah. this to me is not going to be like – I'm tuned in because I got to know the heartbeat of what's no. going on. This is me. Just, but you know what I did see? They had a press release. just to watch a fight. Just to watch a fight, man. It's a no-weekend fight, and they're only asking – if they were asking 50 bucks, 60 bucks, I'm out at that point. And if it didn't have the MMA personalities, I would have zero interest. Absolutely. Like, I, right. don't, I don't care about boxing with clinching. Like, I agree. I don't care at all. It's but the fact I would that you like got Frank Mir. It's the fact Frank that you Mier. got Mike Perry. It's the yeah. fact that you got Matt Mitrion. I'm gonna, yeah. Here's what else I saw today that I liked that they did. So, uh, and I, I don't know if this has been previously reported, but I just happened to see this in a press release they sent out recently. So, uh, Mir's fight with Pulev is nine rounds. Uh, Mitrion's fight and Perry's fight and, uh, look, Derek Campos's fight, Tumanov's fight, those are all seven rounds. So, I like the fact, an odd number of rounds. And that sounds like a very simple thing, but, you know, when you go to even number of rounds, you, you really set up the opportunity for draws. When you yeah. got the odd number of rounds, it looks like you're going to shy away from the – not that there can't be draws because yeah. I don't even know if the scoring works the same where a 10-8 is an automatic knockdown as a 10-8. I don't know. But uh, I, I think on the surface, at least, the odd number of rounds is a good thing because it kind of pushes away from having a, a draw. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, what's the difference? Is nine the maximum? Is that like the main event clause I mean, let's be or honest. They're just making up stuff as they yeah, go. I know, you know right? Because, I, mean? I mean, it doesn't even sound like a real, like a boxing thing. Like, it's just like nine and seven. Just yeah, so, so just the main event is nine rounds. And then uh, the next four are seven rounds. And the first two on the main card are, uh, are five rounds. So I guess that'd be like – a ten round, a couple of eight rounders, and a and a, and a six rounder. So um, I don't know. I I thought look, look their experiment. I yeah. don't know. I'm gonna say this. I do this. like that idea though. I mean, I, I do like that where it does alleviate the, the, the it should it should make it a little bit more rare. I, I would think so. Um, I I I like this idea of playing around a little bit, having a little fun, getting yeah. some getting some more paydays for these guys that don't have yeah. a lot of other options in their career. Given I will say, and they're going to take less damage. They're going to take a lot less damage. Yeah. I will say, I have no idea uh, where Triller is getting this money and how long it's going to last. Because yeah. you got to think, <laughs> Metallica alone has to be several million. Right? I mean, Metallica doesn't come play a concert for yeah. less than a couple million bucks, right? Maybe back in the day. I mean, you now think, you, you never know. Big I, bet they, I bet they get a million dollars. A million? Isn't there? Was there like five of them? Four of them? I'm sorry. I apologize to anybody. It's a hardcore I mean, Metallica fan. Who knows? I mean, who knows what it takes? I mean, because even what I want to say, like the the story was back when, uh, and that could have been a favor. I thought that, like Dana paid Red Hot Chili Peppers a million bucks to get back together for that holiday so the company, party. Those were the days. Huh? The oh, Zoo for Christmas party. Red Hot Chili and Peppers. Maybe one it was year, a little Snoop bit more, next. but I mean, like that was like one of those things. So it's like. All they're doing is coming out for like a quick show, and you know yeah. if they get a guaranteed million, you know, like that's pretty good. Like when you start getting more than that, it's like, 
mm, really? I mean, like, I wouldn't pay multiple millions for Metallica just to say that so. I had Metallica. Like, who cares? I wonder if you're, like, giving them shares or something or giving them, some, like... Something. I mean... Could just, like you said, could be a relationship. Because when I think about like, the Chili Peppers, like you said, first of all, they didn't play, like, a full concert. They played yeah. they played for, like, an hour or something, right? Or I can't remember. I, I, I wasn't it was, there. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was a good hour or something. I mean, I was fucked up. <laughs> I can't quite remember how long, but it was probably, like, a good power hour but, or so. But I was thinking, too, remember, don't forget how many events Anthony Kiedis has gone to. Like, he's a hardcore MMA yeah. fan. Now, I don't know what that says about the rest of the band. They may be like, I don't care if you're an MMA fan. You still got to pay me. Yeah. Um, but oh, they the, were rusty as fuck. I still loved it, but you could tell really? that they were rusty. Like, But, like, me as a, as a musician, like, I remember – you know, part of it is the communication that the band has on stage. You know, when you're looking and say, if you're just improv, improv, improvising and just going, you're looking off each other and you're making, you're making the little subtle hints that somebody that's not paying attention or know what to sort of look for would never notice. Right. But they were making all kinds of hella looks at each other and, and like signaling when like, uh, okay, the change is coming up. <laughs> but also, you know, you get a couple looks like, bro, your timing's off or like all this other shit. And I was like. I was like, have these motherfuckers not been playing? And they hadn't been touring and playing at the time. Uh, but, yeah, they were rusty. That's interesting because you it's think not a like, band that's been together that long could just, like, pick it up and be that's like, what right they did. on it. But it wasn't like they were bad. You yeah, know? yeah, But yeah. it just – it wasn't them the in their – it wasn't them in their peak form, right. you know. Uh, but I guarantee you, like, I mean, it could be something the same sort of deal with this where it's like, well, we don't have any tour set. We're not playing anywhere, but we have the possibility to work something and get a amount of money. Can we ask for our tour prices when we're not actually touring? Probably not. Right. You know, I'm sure there's a nice mix between the two. It's an interesting point. Yeah, you're like, that is interesting. I never thought about that. Like, you're and, not, and you're I not don't really know. They could be actually best, touring. So. I, don't, I don't even know. I mean, I, I haven't seen, but I don't remember hearing of them out and about touring no. right now, but they could be. And you think you would hear right now because, like, tours stop for a long time yeah. you know what i mean like but they're now certainly firing back up they're certainly firing back up you know and that'd be the perfect thing for like a warm-up you know just get some money but also get get some time playing together together playing at a baseball stadium too like how many fans can can oh wow can, can they really expect to be in i'm just i'm intrigued but look this is the thing is like I'm I'm happy for these athletes. You know, I don't know what this sport's gonna look like. I mean, this is That's essentially where the a new event form is? of comp- Yes. Wow. I don't. That's dude. Awkward. I know. So they're just gonna set it up out in the middle of the field. I don't know. Wow. So I'm intrigued by all this. I'm, I, look, I'm in. You know what? I'm just I'm just saying. I, I'm not. I don't, I don't think I'm in. I'll, I'll pre- if I might just get out as soon as we get done. I might pre-order right now. Like I'm committing. Yeah. My 19 fight is getting my 1999. I'm watching this thing. But I, you know, I'm. I'm happy that these guys are finding ways to get paid. I just, yeah. I just wonder how long it can last. You know what I mean? Like, Triller yeah. has to be burning through money. I mean, every time, every time we see him put an event, we're like, where is it? Where is it going? Because you never hear the numbers, or you'll hear some number that you're like, that can't quite be right. But it just, yeah, it just makes you wonder. You know, are they just laundering money for somebody <laughs> that has way too much drug money that they're trying to get rid of or something. But yeah, it's crazy. It just doesn't see, seem sustainable for what they're doing, but I like what they're trying to do. And, and maybe it's just a matter of throw enough things against the wall and see what sticks, see what works, you know, I mean, to be able to keep doing it. Um, but thinking about the ball field, maybe, maybe think of a story back uh, when I was in Columbus and I used to get uh, Clippers season tickets one year, uh, this upcoming band was doing a concert at the uh, the old Cooper Stadium, 
and I had front row seats or whatever, and they're like, oh, just stick around for afterwards. You can stay in your seats. You can watch the band. I said, I don't know anything about the band. What's this band called again? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's an all-girl group. It's called Destiny's Child. <laughs> and I said, I've never heard of them before. That's interesting. And they started playing this music, and then I remember one of the songs, and I remember marking to the person sitting next to me, and it was uh, the song that some of you might know as uh, Pay My Bills, Pay My Bills. And I remember right. it was like, I was like, because it was like, they did a song and it was like saying my name or whatever and then they pay my bills. I said, man, they're asking a lot. They want you to call them their other names. They want you to pay their bills. <laughs> I said, who do these girls think they are? And then like, lo and behold. They will not be successful. They, they have the wrong not, attitudes. I don't entirely think they're going to make it. Who are these girls playing here at this old ball field? I'm such an astute evaluator <laughs> of talent. I will just tell you right now, these people are not I going to make it. I don't know if they're going to make it. And Cold Coffee was right. I, I, I You know what? Yeah, the that band, band doesn't up. perform anymore, right? No, they don't. I don't, did anybody do any good from it? I can't imagine they did. I, mean, I know, right? Probably just struggling probably to find a place to live. All three of them work at like some... <laughs> Baristas somewhere. <laughs> that is funny. So, did you stay for the whole show? I did watch the whole show. You watched the whole show. I watched the whole show. It wasn't like a. I didn't feel like. I don't remember it being like a long like show or something, something like that. Yeah. But it's so funny when I look back because I didn't realize they might have already been like decently big at the time. But me being so clueless, of, I mean, if they were playing at the Columbia you know, ball field, they probably weren't that big. But I mean, I guess enough to. I mean, being enough to to like to play in a, a ball stadium, like, a triple stadium, a, triple like a, ball, double A ball, ball triple A. You know, so I mean, they have to. It's not like they were just picking local bands because I was in a local band at the time. We never got asked to, to play in okay, the stadium. Okay, so well, they're a little, they're a little <laughs> better off than that. But Triple A ball, and it's not like you're paying for it. It's just a, an add-on value to your yeah. to your six dollar ticket. Yeah, I was certainly paying more than that, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe the ball, the 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 team had something worked out. I mean, because the Clippers. Um, at the time, were they still? No, Those, they were. They Indians. were Yankees affiliate. They for were years, Yankees, right? but I can't remember if they were. I think they were. I think they were still Yankees at that time. Because I don't think they became Indians till they moved over, possibly to uh, the new uh, the new field. Right. I could have my timelines mixed up, but but still, regardless, still Triple A ball. You know, they're playing in a stadium that could hold at the time. 10 to 15,000 or something. So that's not a bad little thing. So um could be the, be the same. They could have played some random venue somewhere else and Absolutely. not had it. So at least they had a captive audience that was there. But it just I was just so clueless. Had no idea who it's they were. Funny. And then years later when I could when I was like, "Holy shit. Like look at these girls." And I was like, I had no clue like when I'm watching this show that they were going to be and maybe at the time they were already starting on the cusp. Yeah. I was just it wasn't what I was listening to. Um but yeah, I every time I think about somebody talking about a, a concert at a at a ball field, I I just think about how fuck I saw Destiny's Child. That's awesome. Before they were like huge. You know, we we always do like to provide a uh, Las Vegas update people. Did you hear that the Oakland A's bought a patch of land here in Vegas? No, I did not. Yeah, so we we might we might be stealing another team from Oakland. I heard that I heard that Oakland that was like I heard that people were talking about that, but I thought people were trying to poo-poo it, but um, Oakland, poor people Oakland. from Oakland would, must, would probably just hate us, right? Oakland has to absolutely hate us. I mean, I think they understand. They, they still understand that the fact that it's like, if maybe their city put up for the money, they had the the chance to vote oh, for. I'm yeah, sure they had yeah. the chance to vote for shit. You know, you can't hold it against Vegas, yeah. Because the unfortunately, hate your team, hate the owners. It ain't us. It ain't Vegas doing. But I can see where somebody could be really mad at Vegas because, yeah. We scooped the Raiders, <laughs> we and now if we take and teams. now if we take the F, the, the A's, 
Sorry. Be like, hey, man, we look forward to the Golden State Warriors coming here as well. <laughs> oh. They actually just they just got like a new billion dollar stadium. They're doing yeah. all, they're staying right where they're at. But that that would be pretty funny. Like, oh, we'll just take all your teams. How about that? All right, listen. Uh, I did want to say we did, we didn't do a because this is you know Thanksgiving Day. We didn't do a full uh you know a full roadmap uh, section this week. We didn't no. set up the whole thing. But I didn't do any of it. I didn't know if that you, was had, all you I didn't know if you had access to the I theme don't even have music. Internet. You know what you get. <laughs> Uh, but there was one. There was one question that I did. And it's kind of on the heels of the women's main event. Obviously, it didn't end up being the greatest main event of all time. But this I was, was so let down. By this it. I was. Too I, I just not let down. That sounds disrespectful to to that. I wasn't let down, but I expected uh, that it was going to be much more of a even sided beating. I, and when you look at the two fighters after, one looks like they're in a fight, and one looks like they yeah, weren't in a fight. Yep. I didn't realize how bad Misha's face was until the end. I was like, holy shit. I didn't necessarily understand her strategy completely. It was funny because you, if you'll remember, in, in when we were doing the, the preview, I was like, you see these statistics of how high Ketlin's takedown defense is and how low Misha's takedown rate is? I was yeah. like, but let's not pay attention to that. Like, it's probably not going to matter. Like, she's going to get her down. I was like, she's not even trying to she get her down. Try. She tried like a little bit. She wanted to be a striker. She wanted to be a striker. And, and, and I, don't, I mean, good for you that you can take solace in the fact that you, you had a decent performance or you were at least able and to strike. And she's tough as nails. I mean, like, she, she – it's not like she ever had to prove that she was tough. We always knew sure. she was tough. I mean, this is this is the the, the girl that her most title people first realized that she didn't she didn't tap. Yeah, her Ronda performances, she showed her toughness. Yeah, uh, when she beat Holly, she was getting beaten yeah. that fight. She showed her toughness. I mean, she, there's no questioning her toughness. No, but yeah, to, to, I mean, the, the, it was just it was almost like the. I don't know if it was just the the how technical the striking was, or if it was just easy enough to say one was much more powerful than the other. Right. It just certainly looked like Vieira's punches were doing so much more damage every time they made contact and then I was like you look over Ketlin like I'm like is Misha not even touching her and I, I mean know. but she was she was touching her but Dude, it didn't the, look like it the size difference between them was way yeah. bigger than I thought it was going to be man Misha looked like she could be a flyweight or something I was just she's so super fit man she if if there if she considered moving weight if she could I think she would be. She would do really well but if then, she can't but, get. But then, but then, uh, you do all that just for the honor of facing Valentina Shevchenko, which is like, God. you know, yeah, true. But I mean, you'd rather get beat by the champ than beat by somebody that's not even near the champ. So true. So true. All right. So listen. On the heels of that, Matt Clark weighed in with a question. I thought this might be an interesting debate. So I'll see where you say. Matt Clark said. Who's the money fight? This was over at Patreon.com slash the MMA Roadshow. So if you ever want to support us for as little as $3 a month over there, it definitely helps us out, uh, helps support the website. And, of course, you're VIP to us at that point. So whatever you got, we're going to address. But Matt Clark said, who's the money fight in women's MMA these days? Is it is it Cyborg? And I thought that's interesting. The, the money fight right now, what's the most money you can make as an opponent right now like fighting. who are the two people that have to be in it, or like just who, who's who's, who's the one, one you would want to be booked against? Who's who, who? What do you think the biggest opportunity is? Is it is it still Cyborg and Bellator? Is it Amanda Nunes? Is it Valentina? Is it Kayla Harrison? I, think, I, was, I was waiting for you to throw that name. See, out. that's a, and, and 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 again, I'm a Kayla Harrison fan, so I'm wondering if maybe this I'm a little bit biased. Not that I'm not a fan of all those ladies; they're yeah. all they've all been great. But I feel like Kayla is that that fresh blood, you know what yeah. I mean? That's coming in. I feel like she's the one that's got the the momentum behind. She's got her the right momentum. Now. You said it. That's it. I and, mean, and, all and the, the way she embraces it. Yep. You know, out of out of all the ones that you that you mentioned, she. I mean, granted, Cyborg's firing on a great level right now, but 
Cyborg is at the end of her career. Right. I mean, there's no taking away. She could still be super dominant, but Cyborg is not going to be around. So I think some people, even like myself, I'm, I for so many years it was always like, oh, there's a fight with Cyborg. Oh, let's let's see how fast till she smashes her. You know, until she lost Amanda, she was always. It wasn't even like a, a guess. It was like if there was ever a pick, it's like you laugh when somebody says, "All right, pick Cyborg and so and so." It's like really. That's yeah. funny. We started not even doing like – because we used to do like pros pick or whatever, what, what, right. who you got. We started not even doing who you got because it was like, come on, you're not going to find anybody. It's the same answer. It was the same answer yeah. over and over and over. But as of who is out there right now, when you were starting to name those names, Kayla was the name I was waiting for you to say because, one, I mean, she's got the look. She's attractive, but she talks like a fucking sailor. It's amazing. Her attitude, she just – I mean, she brings the sass. She brings the attitude, but she brings the skills to back it. I mean – in my mind, she's the hottest female uh, athlete. Oh, the fe- well, female MMA athlete yeah. that there is. You know, so if I would think if somebody's like, okay, I have money and I want to pay for a fight, I want her on one side yeah. of the card, hands down. It would just be the matter of who would be on the other end, as yeah. opposed to before it might be like, oh, it's got to be Amanda and so and so. I don't even know if Kayla and Amanda is the is the biggest one. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Um, I don't know if Kayla and Cyborg's the biggest thing, you know. I mean, because you want it to be competitive, but you also want it to be one where people can't say, "Oh, well, you know, Cyborg was getting near the end," or they don't want to be like, "Oh, well, Amanda's been trying to be a mother now," you know. Like, I feel like people are getting these built-in excuses yeah. uh, that they could use. Valentina, you don't have those sort of excuses. So, out of those three, maybe she's the one, but. She's not. She's never like a shit talker. She's right. not going to go whatever. But she also won't back down. If Kayla goes in there and tries to start talking something, you know, Valentina, of course, is going to give her something. And she's got that really cool, like, I'm a spy accent. Right. And I'm going to fucking shoot right. you, you know. But they're two totally way different weight classes, yeah. you know. So it's like, could that even happen? So then if you start thinking, well, one's not going to go down. One's not going to go up. Okay, well, I guess that can't happen. You know, how do you make it happen? I mean, Kaylee can go to 145. She's done it. She doesn't like doing it. She doesn't like cutting but weight. Then that's she just thinks Amanda, it's bad. Right? Yeah. It, so, I, but I, I honestly, I think all the things you say are so true. I think Kayla right now is the one with the most intrigue because I just feel like with Cyborg, with Nunes, you just feel like it's a foregone conclusion of what the result of the fight is going to be. And because of that, you're not intrigued. Whereas Kayla, I feel like the undefeated record. The gold medals, the fact that there's still some people that are going to be like, she's not for real, and I want to see her get beat. You know what I mean? I think that's the most intriguing option right now. I really do. And um, I'm, I'm interested to see what moves she makes. I'm actually supposed to talk to her early next week. And I'm really interested to see where her head's at because I know she wants to get paid, right? She's got kids right. that she's adopted that she wants to support. Um, the idea, if like if I had the option of, of, of saying Kayla can fight one person, she can fight either Cyborg or Amanda, I'll be honest, I think I'd say Cyborg, man, because the whole training partner situation, you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't know if we're getting either one of them at 100%. We don't know. I think it would be easier fight for her than I, Nunes. I, I do too. I do too. I, as shitty as that sounds. I do too. I just think that she can get past Cyborg striking to get a hold of her, and if mm-hmm. she gets a hold of her, she's gonna she's gonna wreck. She's gonna wreck. Whereas Amanda's decent cyborg. on the ground. Amanda's decent. I mean, they've been training with each other, so I think they've even in that sense have probably picked up a little bit on each other. You know, I'm sure as she's you know went through moves on Kayla, she's kind of now not that Kayla has a tell, but I think right. anybody you start to that's know the, really you good. Feel, you start you start you know to know what feel their go-to moves go, are. You it. know what their tendencies are. That's it. You're like, oh, I've been. I know exactly what she's looking for. That's I know exactly it. what she does in this position. I would love to see 
Kayla, because Kayla's been willing more and more to stand and strike with these girls, mm-hmm. not just try to get down. I would love to see her test herself against Cyborg. Because, uh, I, imagine I mean, that, that would like, be a, she's that just like, be a let's tough get into the clinch, right? That would be tough. But Cyborg, I mean, as bad as she's still beating on girls, it's not the same Cyborg that was like two or three years ago. Right. I mean, not that her power has diminished, but maybe it is the speed not what it was a little bit. Right. So maybe maybe the overall power isn't as bad because the the speed maybe isn't quite there with it when she's throwing something. But she's still throwing with a lot of bad intentions, and it's doing a lot of good. But it's just it's just not the same. It's yep. not the same, and it would be interesting. So if I had to pick out of the ones, all right, I would say yeah, Cyborg and Kayla Harrison. But it has to have Kayla in it. Yep. What would just be interesting and weird because some people might say, well, who's the A side? Who's who's the big advertising? Who's going? And that's a tough one. That's a tough because, one because I mean I can see people arguing for both sides because obviously you want to get Cyborg's the respect an to great. Cyborg, but Kayla's got all the heat right now. Undefeated, gold medals, yep. knows how to talk. She you know just won I mean? two. She just won two million dollar checks like back to back at the PFL. I mean, if the UFC can get off their behinds and give her the money, she'll do fantastic, and they can market her to the to the end of days. Um, but if they're not willing to play, then just take that money, get another million dollar paycheck, or do something. Or if Bellator is ready, when Dana to, to said, "I think she should just stay where she's at," I'm not convinced that he truly believes that. I think that that's. I know the matchmakers don't feel that way. Yeah, I know that they know how good she is. You know, but I think that may be like a little negotiating tactic. Like, let's not give her right. too much leverage where we're like, oh, yeah, we got to get this hot commodity, yeah. you know? And I will knows? never open up an MMA's divi- a women's MMA division. Yeah, one year I later. Would... <laughs> yeah, one year later. I think, you know, Guys, I'm going to give her the belt as well. Is that cool? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have to fight for it. Um, the PFL the, – listen, the PFL might open up their wallets too because that's that's a bit – I mean, that's a yeah. cornerstone of their roster, you know, so. But, I mean, I just don't know what other money that they have to do that sort of thing outside of their tournaments. I mean, yeah. they have so many millions given to that tournament. It's fantastic. What, was it $6 million every time? Yeah, whatever? it's so cool. That's a fantastic thing, that, what they're doing. It just it makes you think, okay, all right, well, they got that money for that, and then you get actually a company that's running has employees mm-hmm. throughout the year, but then you want to throw something extra on top as well. And they're still paying the fighters for those other fights yeah, in between. Yeah. Yep. And she's getting I'm, – I imagine that, you know, whatever her contract would have to be oh, to she's keep making her around. Money behind I mean, the she's scenes. making money. She's making money man. behind the scenes. The, the, that's another one where – The published pay rates are not what she's bringing home. And no offense to PFL or whatever, but, I mean, we talk about Triller. We say, wow, where's that money coming from? How from it? I mean, I say that about PFL every it's time. True. I mean, granted, they're, they're on, like, the ESPN platform, so I'm sure ESPN's kicking them something. But, Some. But it can't be the – that's not all ESPN money. they nah. got to have something else coming in, but it's just – Every time they have a season, I feel like every time we go, we finish a season, we're like, is there going to be another one? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going for it. And they're like, are you really? Are you sure? What about the year after that? Can we plan on that? And, well, you know, we're, we're going to see what's going on. You know, it's just like you're just waiting for it to happen to where it's going to be like, uh, I don't know, they're going to get to the end of the tournament one year and they're going to just be like, well, thanks. Thanks, guys. You know, let's hope not, man. The more platforms we have for fight, I know people complain about you know uh, saturation of the product and stuff like that. But yeah. the more platforms there are, the more the more opportunities there are for people to, to make a living and to and to yeah. keep developing. And that's how you find these other people. That that's why the women's game has progressed so quickly because yeah. for the longest time they didn't have a place to actually compete. Then once they had a place, they get paid. Now you can yeah. train full time because there's an opportunity to do it. And you see it as a path. So, um, yeah, it's just I'm I'm all for as many places to fight as they can and they really should be i mean it, it, you know you don't want it to have all the eggs in one basket because we all there's only so many fights 
who wants to have everybody just under one organization, not get any any time in front of a TV, not get any time to build whatever, and then they get one fight a year. You know, like you can't yeah. make a living off of that. Nope. You know, you need to have something of the other ones. And each one of them, you know, albeit some things are might have their pros and cons. You know, you might say, oh, well, the PFE, you know, the 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 fight night timing is just ridiculous or whatever. But there's some things that each one of these organizations do that's unique and kind of cool to themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's good because, you know, if not, we just get stagnant with the same thing. If we if we expect every fight to be like a UFC fight night, what's the fun in that? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's great and it's stable and it's whatever, but Got it's kind of cool when other little different flavors, a little yeah. different, a little bit different way of doing things. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, that's that's my my take there. So appreciate the question, uh, Matt Clark. And we'll get back to a little bit more formal Q&A sessions, lady. But uh, anybody that wants to support us at our Patreon.com slash The NBA Roadshow. Uh, we'll do it. Listen, it's it's uh, it's Thanksgiving, so I don't want to take up too much of everybody's time. Uh, I did want to give one shout-out real quick. Uh, check out Matt Erickson's coverage at MMA Junkie of the Halle Berry movie, Bruised, because Matt Erickson, uh, you know, doesn't do a lot of interviews. He doesn't do it, but why? Because, listen, he's cool just kind of hanging out, grinding behind the scenes, doing his thing. That's his style, right? But when it comes – to movies, <laughs> this man is a movie buff. He, he sees movies. literally like every movie there is. Uh, he does like um, Oscar coverage for his local paper there. I mean, the, the dude is the dude is all in on movies. So for him to get an opportunity to interview uh, Halle Berry was, I think, a big moment for him, and he was very excited about. And he's done a couple different features on it, a couple different stories, and uh, yeah, he's usually behind the scenes. So so uh, take a look at uh Take a look at his interview work. Yeah, how bad is that to have to do uh, to to talk with Halle Berry, man? Poor Not guy. Poor bad. guy. I know he sacrificed. He sacrificed. Take him for the team. Tough you know? assignment for him. <laughs> so you know, after he's grinding on a horrible assignment like that, I figured give him a little coverage. So check that out. We don't have a lot of movie coverage over there at MMA Junkie, but. Uh, so I'm looking at your bobbleheads here. Is this is this like a lightweight Daniel Cormier? Is this? A- I mean, you know, Dan, I think Daniel. <laughs> I think Daniel might have asked our good friends at MMA Bobblehead to, hey, you got the full on like well, that's trim a four me down pack. a little bit. No, like, actually, I see some. Not, I see. I see the top two. He's like he's got a little six pack. I'm like, man, that's the that's like middleweight version or like even lower weight class. I was like, at first I thought it was Cyril gone. <laughs> Look at it, look at him from the side. I can see that. I how, can see how, that. Because Cyril Gaon is a, 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 a he's a fucking specimen, yep. man. But when you look to the side, I'm like, I was looking at the body type. I was like, man, that looks Cyril Gaon. I'm like, Daniel Cormier. I was like, please. <laughs> <laughs> what weight class is this? He's like, uh, hey, bro, can you just like paint that Chuck Liddell body and, 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 <laughs> and just was, call it me? Get a little stick, different stick skin my tone. head on it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I don't know. I can't remember the last time Chuck was that ripped either. Oh man! Shout out to MMA Bobblehead, man. Uh, Dave Manley, a, a good dude, and uh, I love this. Pro- honestly, it is honestly like no joke. It is my favorite like MMA collectible. You got some good uh, ones. Yeah, man. I've 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 tried to collect all of them, man. I, I think he does a great job. Where's with the us. buff? Uh, the buff. Bruce Buffer ones. Oh, right there, there he is. He's up there. <laughs> I was like, oh, next to Nick. Yeah, got Nick uh, over there. Got, got the cowboy. cowboy, Black Beast. The Demetrius Johnson one with one championship, which actually had the – that's the only one that actually has the organization's brand on there as well. Uh, I partnered with them. So. Is, that, is that Gray or who's that? 
Dan, Dan Henderson. Oh, and Chuck Hen- oh he's throwing the bomb. Yeah, throwing the H bomb. Oh. Got some great ones. But those, I think, those two were the very first two. So you can see, like, now the boxes have become like art oh, along so with that's it. What they, you know? Oh, these, yeah, these those boxes, boxes. I was noticing become, the boxes. Uh, yeah, they cool. started out as just like a box, and now they become a, a piece of art in themselves. So, wow. uh, shout out to Dave Manley and Mae Bobblehead. Fancy Man. in I, here. I really do. I really do. So, like what do you it. put on the whiteboard? So uh, that was here <laughs> when the, when the house was purchased. Oh, was it? Yeah, because we we're the second owners of this house, but this was the man cave for the dude before so that was like a projector screen oh um, okay. but i never really had a projector set up oh, but i left guess, it yeah, there it just it's not a whiteboard huh? yeah i left it there Looks just like a in case so i could i could actually add something here throw a little projector in here which i've thought about doing It'd be a great place to, to watch fights in here and just throw it on that projector screen but um but yeah this is my kid's playroom for a while then yeah, turned, it in, used to play in here. turned it into the office and uh yeah this was uh fancy this was a, a product fancy in here this was a product of covid man this office it was uh how much are these frames? The frames are expensive, so it's I got nice wood ones. Yeah, I got some real. I have so many USC posters. This so that's USC eighty two, USC eighty seven, USC ninety two. Um, these are the autograph posters. That's so like this was USC eighty seven right here. Obviously GSP and John Fitch, which is awesome. But that was also John Jones' debut, so you got John Jones' first autograph on there. Is that when Mir broke his arm? Uh, the gear Mir on that that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vicious. That was Lesnar Herring there. Yeah, that one. I'm so. That's, I mean, a, that's just cool. Look how baby face Florian. Look how young everybody Crazy. looks. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool posters. I appreciate it. Yeah, I've got the UFC 100 one downstairs in my living room. I just always have that one downstairs. It's so cool. Like. Uh, I think 100 is a pretty awesome one. So I have so many of these I still need to frame. I can't afford them anymore. I will say I this. Know. You know what? I will say this. This is something I noticed, too, that I haven't paid a lot of attention to because um, they're starting to sell merchandise again. Yep. If you were a person that used to like to collect these autograph posters, which I always did until they started getting to the point where they were like $500, yeah. $1,000, the Fight Night ones right now, at least the one the other night, was 80 bucks. Yeah. I haven't seen them that low in a long time. So if yeah. you're one of these people that like to collect autograph posters, but maybe, like me, you got priced out of it, I will say, I guess because there's no fans, so they're not selling as many yeah. of them, they have dropped the prices tremendously. Yeah, Scott uh, Peterson was saying that they did it because he still picks them up every once in a while. He said he picked one up, and he was like – he said it was like ridiculously cheap or something. But, yeah, I still – like I'm like with you. I mean, one, the frame costs money to put them up yeah. in. And I think I still have like – 12 or something. Yeah, and I put these in like nice, the nice custom frames yeah. versus just like a – like obviously I wait until like Michaels does like a frame sale or something like yeah. that, but I haven't framed any. So eventually my wife was like, look, you can have them in there, but like you cannot have these all over the house. So I was like, all right. That's <laughs> but you're like, that. I got like 30 more of these. I need to put them somewhere. No, I do have some cool ones from over the years, like the, the, the one from the Fight Night in, in Moscow – which was cool. It was Olenek and Hunt, so it wasn't so much about the names. It was just yeah. the fact that like everything was in like Russian, Russian. lettering and stuff That's like that. Cool. I did get the one, um, the comeback to Brazil. So you had like Anderson, Big Nog, Shogun, like all on one card. I was like, "That's awesome!" That's you know, the, the Brazilian legends in Brazil. That's dope. So I've gotten some cool ones over the years, but uh, in fact, I've got uh, Connor's uh, Dublin fight night. I've got that one, nice. the one where he headlined again. And because uh, they didn't do like the Habib ones and stuff, I mean, they got ended up to being like like, like five hundred, a thousand bucks. That's awesome. Like, so I remember I got I didn't get the sign one back because I remember they had extra posters in the room when uh, Weidman beat uh, 
Silva. Oh, uh, I was like, that's man, a legendary I night. wish I had. I know, and I was like, I like. So I got the poster, but I don't have the signed version. But I was like, yeah, it's still cool. Still cool to have. I was like, something still happened. So, yeah. Well, welcome, cool. welcome to my office. I'm sure I probably won't see you over here again for another six no, months, a year, good. something like that. A couple more years. <laughs> <laughs> all right listen it's thanksgiving so everybody get back to their families hopefully enjoy the weekend if you're like me i think i'll be tuned in to triad combat on saturday night if you just want to see an mma junkie uh matthew wells will have full coverage there i'm actually got a couple more days vacation uh but i'm back to it on sunday and uh me and you will kind of be overlapping a little bit over the next couple of weeks and then we got the pay-per-view and then i've actually got another cfsc event so we'll have to go early next week yeah yeah because we'll i because i travel on okay. uh, thursday so we'll have so to do it like, we'll wednesday do, we'll night. Do like a wednesday night wednesday we'll night after after media day yeah that sounds good all right well we'll plan for that no uh and a half this weekend because we don't have any event but it's the first one in a long time so i'll take my saturday night and uh we'll bring it all back to work next week and uh just enjoy your thanksgiving holiday guys thanks for listening <laughs>